Welcome back to the 76 Capital Sports Leadership Show. My name is Wayne Kimmel, managing partner of 76 Capital, the sports tech venture capital company. And on this show, I interview top sports entrepreneurs, athletes, executives, many of which who are truly shaping and many times changing the overall sports and entertainment industries. And that's someone that we're going to be talking to on this show today. Let me tell you something. You don't want to miss this, this one. But of course, please subscribe to our show on YouTube and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and, or just sign up across our 76 Capital website. Again, this is going to be a really exciting episode. We're going to break some news on this episode and have a lot of fun. Today, you know, my guest on our 76 Capital Sports Leadership Show is Skylar Logsdon. Skylar is the co-founder and CEO of Boomerang. Skylar, welcome to our 76 Capital Sports Leadership Show. Wayne, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be on. Well, I'm really excited to have you on the show. I mean, Boomerang, as you know, as, as you'll talk about, is a lost and found technology platform that connects people with their lost items. And we're, you know, as part of this, this show, I'm just excited to share with everybody that. Uh, my partners and I here at 76 Capital are now investors um, in Boomerang and your whole team. And you know, thanks for the opportunity of being part of it with you. At the same time, we're really excited about working with you and, and building this business. Wayne, it's been a pleasure having you guys in our corner. And gosh, you've already been so helpful just a few months from backing us. And really, you guys were a bullseye for us. And you guys told us all the ways that you guys could help us. And you have lived up to that and more. So thank you. Well, it's it's been awesome. It's been awesome working with with you and your team. And you know, let's let well, let's get into that. Let's get into that. Let's why don't you why don't you share with everybody? I mean, I talk about boomerang is the way I describe it. I'm like it's a magical way of being able to find things that you lost. You know, and I you know why don't you get into it a little bit and then let's talk about your incredible co-founders and team. Yeah, let's do it. So. Yeah, when people lose things, they often don't know where they lost it. And you're on a wild goose chase. You need to post on Craigslist, post on Facebook, post on Reddit, Twitter, Nextdoor, Ring. None of these companies are lost and found companies. None of them have ever told you to post here if you lose something. And so two years ago when Philippe, Augustine, and I were thinking about uh, what to do next, Philippe shared this idea of like, Lost and Found is missing its Shazam of Lost and Found. Philip was the founder of Shazam. And when you think of music recognition, you think nothing else other than Shazam. And so that's always been the mission for Boomerang is to create the, the world's household name for Lost and Found. You lose something, you think Boomerang. You find something, you think Boomerang. And businesses are a massive, massive part of the puzzle. So to start, we're focused on businesses, whether you're an airline, airport, shopping mall, stadium, university, cruise ship, theme park, metro, uh, golf course, ski resort. All these businesses are finding items before Boomerang. They're just throwing them in a box and you answer phone calls, you answer emails, you try to, uh, with the human eye, match this item. And there's was no technology there helping them. So now with Boomerang, they just take a photo of every item they find. They upload it to Boomerang. We get the claim to Boomerang. We power the match. We ask them, do you want it shipped? Do you want to come pick it up? We handle all the communication. We get these items back to people faster. Well, you mentioned Augustine and Philippe. And you said the three of you came up with this idea. Um, 
what was the conversation like? You know, what were you guys talking about at that time? How do you guys know each other? And love to hear a little more of the background. Yeah. So I met Philippe when I was 19 years old. Uh, I went to Drexel in Philadelphia. I'm from Los Angeles, suburb of LA called Ojai. And so I was part of the close school of entrepreneurship at Drexel. And they would take us on field trips. We go to New York, we go to San Francisco. And one of these trips to San Francisco, they took us to an event. And Philippe was the guest speaker at the event, telling his Shazam story. And of course, you know, I saw all my classmates waiting in line to talk to this man and then tell them how much they love Shazam. And, and I did the same. <laughs> I just won his business card and I got it. And I told him about an app that I was working on in college to help me get better haircuts. I was getting terrible haircuts in Philadelphia. Philippe resonated with that. He's like, I also get terrible haircuts. I never know how to tell the barber what to do. And so we hit it off on that. Uh, he mentored me all through school. Uh, he helped me get my first job out of college. That's where I met Augustine, actually. Augustine started day after me at a company called Zerks. I was their first sales hire. Augustine was their first ops hire. Zerks eventually went on to uh, get acquired by a public company called Car. And then I started to work with Fleep. Uh, we built a company together, a company called Tatari, T-A-T-A-R-I, uh, very, very large uh, data and analytics company focused on advertising, specifically TV. And so it was actually my 29th birthday. I invited Philippe. I invited Augustine and about 10 other people to Cabo, Mexico. This is uh, right when COVID just, just started to kick off. And yeah, it was courageous, but we went to Cabo. We rented a house. We had an amazing chef. We, we had a pool. And around the pool, Philippe told Augustine and I have this idea that he's been sitting on, that his two daughters, Lear and Sahar, lose things constantly. Ironically, his, his girlfriend, Anna, lost her ring uh, at the airport on that trip in the bathroom. She took it off to wash her hands, and she was driving to the airport every day of that trip to go see if they found her ring. So that's when Fleet told us of like, you guys, like lost and found uh, is, is, is right for disruption. Like, I think we could do this. Let's go B2B for a couple of years. Then let's go peer to peer by solving items that are lost at businesses. You got to do that because a lot of items are lost at businesses, but then all these items lost in the street. I think there's 10 million pets lost every year in the street, 10 million. There's 60 million cell phones lost in the street every year. This is a lot of inventory that's just fragmented and sprayed across all these other platforms because no one is saying, if you lose something or find something, come here. And that's what Boomerang's doing. What a story. That's amazing. I mean, I, I didn't realize it was Philippe's girlfriend that lost the, the ring that really, really kicked this whole thing off. Yeah, I think his daughters, shout out Lyra and Sahar for losing some things. Uh, I think they're nine and 11 now, but he's been telling me that they've been losing things for years. Every time you travel, you know, he's on a wild goose chase of calling United Airlines, call SFO, call TSA, right with Uber, because you don't know where this thing was lost. So you come up with this idea, then what? <laughs> then the real work begins. The idea is the, is the easy part. So, uh, then we all look at each other and say, let's do this. And Augustine and I leave our companies and we go unpaid for a long time. Uh, we eventually raise a pre-seed round uh, that was oversubscribed very quickly. Amazing investors in that pre-seed such as Drake the Rapper, Odell Beckham, uh, 
founder of Equinox, uh, GGV Capital, Relay Ventures. And so we raised 2.8 million and that allows you to start hiring people, build the software uh, to actually start solving lost and found. So we built the software. We spent probably a year on building that software, getting an MVP out. Uh, and then you start looking for people to try out this software. We found some early partners that gave it a go. Uh, some early partners were WeWork, uh, Cleveland Browns, the Atlanta Hawks, UC Berkeley, Virginia State. And you're like, wow, we're actually doing it. We're actually getting them back their items. Like, this is awesome. Let's go get more partners. Then you start onboarding airports. Uh, we have Savannah International Airport. You have Syracuse. We have CBG International Airport. We start onboarding hotels. We're like, this is real. We have product market fit. We nailed uh, revenue. We have revenue coming in. Like, let's do this. Let's scale things up. So then we kicked off a seed round, uh, which we'll be announcing here shortly. And this is the round that you guys joined in. And, and basically, it's to build out our team, scale to, to the demand, and to further penetrate every vertical that we have clients in. Like, we have Universal Studios, but there's a lot of other theme parks out there. We have airports, but there's a lot more out there that still aren't using us, haven't even heard of us yet. Universities, we got a good batch. Stadiums, we got a good batch, but we got to double down and get depth in all those verticals. Well, we are taping this a couple days early before it comes out. And when this does come out, we will be uh, at a point where the world will know. So I think it'd be amazing to share um, all the, the investors that you brought into this seed round. Of course, we're thrilled at 76 Capital to be part of it as well. And uh, I'd love for you to you know talk about some of the, the others that are, are now part of it. Yeah. So when I think about fundraising for Boomerang, like I always think about who can add value to our business. It's so much more than just the capital. Like every dollar that we've taken in on this round has unique relationships that can better our business. And we're, we're fortunate to, to get in front of such incredible incredible people like yourself and we i think we've built one hell of a round right here i think it'll end up being just over five million bucks uh in this round and yeah the the, the backers include uh light shed uh incredibly connected group uh out of new york uh 76 capital lead which is the adidas family uh in partnership with Tavascott and their lake nona fund we have Gold House, we have GGV, and then in, in, insane celebrities that, that we're so stoked to have in our corner. So we have Drake, uh, the rapper. We have Odell Beckham on the Baltimore Ravens. We have Kenny Clark, uh, three-time pro bowler for Green Bay Packers. We have Jayon Brown, who's, I think he did six years with the Titans, and then at the Raiders. Uh, we have Nick Montana, Joe Montana's son. We have Lavinia Erico, the founder of Equinox. Uh, we have Christian Kirk from the Jaguars, who, who's on a massive contract, the receiver over there. And so, yeah, I think we have an all-star list of uh, backers that are in our corner and they're being so helpful. It's not just like, here's our check, like wish you guys the best. It's like, here's our check, let's get to work. Everyone's working. They're, they're here to solve lost and found. With us, like our team, from the talent that's full-time to our contractors, to our investors, like, if we're, we're the 97 bowls. Like I really believe that we have of just a sick, sick, sick team. Uh, that's amazing to hear. And, and, I, and I also was just really, you know, 
it, it really smart and strategic about the way that you've gone about this. I mean, you mentioned Lightshed and 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 Jamie Seltzer and his and his team and and in the the relationships that they have and the strategy that they they're able to bring to the table and 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 the the incredible things that they've done um, in in their business and you know just maybe even dive a little deeper into you know why different groups and what are they able to do with and for a boomerang yeah so jamie uh, and rich and xavier brandon and walt they that that's the team over at light shed i mean they're analysts most of them are analysts covering tmt stocks they cover disney they cover universal they cover live nation uh, they know a lot of our pipeline personally they really like have conversations with these companies or the leaders at those companies on a routine basis. Their LPs are, are Roger Goodell, are, are Mark Cuban, are KKR. Like they are a quick text away, not a call, a text. Like they can text anyone. They're, they're friends with them. Uh, Jamie, his, his, his family is Comcast. <laughs> they're part owners of Universal Studios. They're, they're part owners of the Comcast Wells Fargo company. Uh, sports complex like these are all in our pipeline these are companies that need to be licensing boomerang and they're able to to bridge the gap we we are powering universal studios now that's fabulous like a quick introduction from jamie and and then we're launched you know a month later that's awesome a one month sell cycle for universal studios incredible uh, it, all the introductions that have come from you guys every single week there's a different sports team that you guys are very intimate with uh, casinos, hotels, like the impact you guys have already made is incredible. And it's not just like you've met this person at a conference. Like, no, you guys really know intimately the leaders of those organizations, the owners of those organizations. So I could go down the list, but every single one of our backers is, is working with us and they're leveraging their network to put boomerang in front of the companies or the people that should be using it. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really, really great to hear. And it's, again, as we said, it's been great working with you and, and just, just love the, the, you know, the back and forth that we've had, um, you know, but also one of the things, what do you think is going to be the, you know, when you really think about what the future looks like for, for boomerang. I mean, or maybe even right now, it's just like, just talk about maybe one, one example of a client, how this, as you said, it's in some cases, you've had an amazing short sales cycle. You go, you start to get to work with them. Like what happens at that point? Yeah. So we, we just onboarded a, a gym today here at, at Lake Noda and before boomerang, they have, nothing. They find items, they throw them in a box and then they recycle them and they donate them. And you look at the drawer and there's a hundred headphones in there. There's hydro glass, expensive water bottles that are inside of this lost and found department. And now with us, it's all digitized. They understand how many items that they collect on a monthly basis. There's rev share opportunities where if anything doesn't get claimed, we're actually finding them buyers so they can actually start monetizing if they held something for 60 days and it never got a claim, then we could help you make money for those items. Uh, there's just awareness now all around the gym. Everyone knows if you lose something, look at the Megatron. It's playing all throughout the day in their gym that says scan something or scan this QR code to submit a claim via Boomerang. So now they're getting many more claims 
and we had the inventory upload in Boomerang so we could match it and get people back their items quickly. So that's an example of like taking a completely offline operation, digitizing it all, and then allowing the business to feel like, no, we like our game is strong in that department. Not like, oh, let's not talk about lost and found. Like we don't want to even look at that. Like now they feel like, no, no, we're, we're cutting edge there too. Like not just cutting edge here and there and there. Like, no, we're cutting edge everywhere. I feel like that was one of those Achilles heels departments that like they didn't really want to talk about because well, they never invested in it. Now they've invested something into it and now it's cutting edge. So, you know, you, you talk about Boomerang and this amazing lost and found technology platform, and it just sounds so simple, right? It's just so simple to do. Um, but I mean, there's, as we both, as, as certainly, you know, and as, as we know that this is a, this is highly technical, highly complex, um, system that you guys have put together. Um, Maybe talk a little bit about that. I mean, you know, everyone just says, oh, it's AI. It just works or it's this, it's that. But like this is there's a lot of pieces in this in this puzzle to make it seem where you so simple to the user and the experience, as you said, just to be able to say, just go to Boomerang and that well, they'll just they'll take care of it. Yeah, big, big problem, simple solution. It's one of my most favorite sayings. Like we want to make it feel magical. And I have a. a, a truly a hero uh, as a co-founder and a best friend and a mentor for over a decade. Like Shazam is magical. Like, and they just detect you the name of a song. Like when we get you back your passport, your car keys, when you're at a stadium and you lost your car keys in January in Cleveland, like and your whole family stuck in the parking lot, you love boomerang for getting you back that item like the reviews that we're getting it makes you want to tear up you're like this is this is it this is purpose like this is what i'm waking up for every day to like impact this person's day like and even if it's something like a bose headphones yeah they could live without the bose headphones but america spends five billion dollars a year rebuying lost items I think of it as like, if that person doesn't have to go spend $260 on their credit card, like we financially helped America by getting back their items. Like, I don't, you, you lost it. Someone found it. That person hopefully wants to do the right thing and upload it to Boomerang. And if you get this back, we save you money. That's really cool. So yeah, the, the technology store where, led by uh, our VP of Engines, Trung Lee. Trung was early eHarmony. Uh, he worked at TrueCar with Philippe. He was a director of engineering there. He was last at Tradesy, which is a fashion marketplace acquired by Vestaire Collective. His whole background is marketplaces, whether it's matching cars to matching people trying to date to matching clothing to a buyer. When he looked at our tech stack, he's like, yep, this is like, this is really going to be fun. Like we can leverage the, the images with AI. You can build machine learning to match the text because someone says, I lost my Rolex has a uh, Submariner. It's this color, this day, this time, this business. And here's some images of me wearing my watch. Then the business that found the item has to say, yep, it's a Submariner. Yep. It was found on this day. Yep. At this time, uh, at this location. 
And here's some images of it. We need to match those images and we need to match the text with machine learning. And if you say that you lost a Rolex and it was on Thursday, but we found a Rolex last Wednesday, it's not a match. If the images are missing, it's not a match. You don't see items on Boomerang. No one knows what we have. But when you go on Craigslist, you can just click that. Yep, that's my dog. Yep, that's my car keys. Really, on right. Ring, on Nextdoor, on Facebook, everywhere you can just fish for inventory. We really take trust and security serious here. Like showing items just has never made sense to me. And we won't show items. Really, really smart. So, you know, what's what are some of the top things? You've mentioned a couple different things that people have lost, but are there certain things that are the top things that people find? Um, yeah, I, I think it, it's usually like, oh, you would expect that. Lots of credit cards, like lots of ITs, lots of wallets, lots of clothing, especially at the airports and the stadiums. You know, you're so layered up at a Tennessee Titans game, at a Cleveland Browns game. Uh, you know, the, the, the Atlanta Hawks, we find lots of Bibles because they have church there on Sunday. So lots of red Bibles that may be surprising to you. Then, of course, cell phones, car keys, some of the odd stuff are like outliers. Like we found power tools, complete power tool sets, uh, breathing machines. Uh, let's see, a banana slug outfit for like a hockey team in, in Savannah or something that their mascot is a banana slug. We found a banana slug. Savannah bananas. There you go. Right. Oh, yeah. We found a few of those. That's wild. That's really wild. And so when you, when you talk to the, the employees um, at these organizations that are now using boomerang, what has it been? How has this sort of changed their life? I mean, you said earlier, like there's a, a place with boxes full of stuff I mean, I, I'm assuming now all of a sudden their life has changed because of the, the technology that you're able to provide them through Boomerang. Yeah, we just tell them like, hey, I want to make your job easier. Like you don't need to be answering phone calls all day long or emails about lost and found. Like you don't need to be going through boxes trying to search for like, oh, does this match? Does this match? Like checking Twitter and Facebook and all these ways that people try to get through you for lost and found, just take a photo of the item, upload it in Boomerang, and we do all the work from there. Like before Boomerang, you talk to these companies and you're like, what do you do if someone needs an item shipped? And they go, oh yeah, hap it happens, it happens. We just tell them to go to FedEx.com, you guys buy the label, you email me the label, we get the email, we print out the email, then we email them saying the item's been shipped. And then they usually are antsy about it. So they email us three days later saying, hey, guys, I still haven't found my item. This is just cookie cutter technology to us of like, let us collect payment. Let us uh, take, get the label. Let us put the label in the product so you could with one click print it out. Like you don't need to be emailing eight emails about a shipping label. Like that's, there's much better use of your time than that. And then just giving them metrics to show of like, hey, you guys are doing a really good job in Lost and Found. You're returning over 50% of every item found. Like they haven't had that scorecard for them to go to their boss and say like, boss, I, I deserve a promotion. Like my team's running like a highly efficient operation. We have the best return rate on Boomerang. Boomerang told us that like we have the number one best return rate. I want to tell that to partners.
or I want to say like something's going on here. Like all of our other partners are at X percent return rate. You guys are at nine. Like what's going on? Let's troubleshoot it. Amazing. Amazing. Well, Skylar, this has been amazing having you on our 76 Capital Sports Leadership Show. And as we start to wind down here, one of the things that I, I love to ask all of our guests on, on the show is, is really like, what does it mean for you to be a leader? What do, what do you need to do to you know help inspire your team? How, how do you act as a leader you know, and, and CEO of your business? So growing up, I played quarterback, and I think that teaches you leadership. You need to be able to work with every single person in that huddle. The lineman needs to want to block for you. The receivers got to want to listen to you if you call an audible or tell them, hey, scoot back, get off the line of scrimmage. Like, hey, you're on the wrong side. Like, you need to be able to work with everybody, and you need to show up with the energy because, like, there's a – 10 people that maybe have a headache today, or maybe they're tired, or, you know, maybe they just don't feel like getting after it today. But as a quarterback, you can never be one of those people there. There's 10 people that could, but I know I'm not one of those. I'm the 11th player and I'm never going to show up like that. Cause I know they are relying on me to feed off of my energy. So I think I always show up uh, with strong energy and let them know that like, Hey, I'm showing up this way. And that usually brings them to show up in that way as well. I think, you know, leading by example and and showing them that like, hey, this is my work ethic. This is this is the way that I run. And if they see that the speed that I go or the way that I handle things, I hope it inspires them to do that as well. I think listening uh, as a leader, you know, understanding, getting to know each person. I, I want to have a relationship with each one of you. I want to know you know, about your family. I want to know what's going on. I want to know your aspirations and your goals. And like, what do you do on your free time? What are your hobbies? Like, I really like to know my team and have a unique relationship with each one. Uh, I've been so lucky to have role models all around me that I think are great leaders, not just in business. One of my best friends is John Bernthal from The Punisher, The Walking Dead, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. And like, I'm just in awe of him as a leader, as a, a man of the community, uh, as a father, as a husband, like I have, I'm so lucky to just have access to great people that I can learn from. And so I, I hope to be that leader that, you know, our intern or one of our employees is like, I had access to him and I saw the way that he operates and like that inspired me. And I'm, I'm taking a page out of, out of his book. Amazing. Amazing. And, you know, and look, I mean, as, as we've talked about, and it certainly has, I think, believe has really come out here in, in this show is, is what you want to do and how you believe that Boomerang will have a positive impact on the world. I mean, as we talk about here at 76 Capital, wanting to invest in entrepreneurs like you and, and your team that are smart people, that are nice, that are really want to change the world and do good things. I mean, Maybe we could wrap up here with just the, you know, what you believe the the impact that Boomerang will have on the world. I think item recovery will be something where you're like, yeah, people used to lose things and never get it back. Like, we really believe that we can solve this. 
like you lose something, you should get it back. You don't need to have that doomsday, like sweaty forehead moment, chills down the spine, like just because you lost something. It doesn't need to happen. I think Apple Air tags and tiles are increasing the confidence in what it means to lose something. But I could find your phone and we find phones all day long. They're tracked. Everyone has Find My. You still need a platform that's sitting in between that helps connect the loser and the finder. So it's not just lost and found. I imagine anything for item recovery, lost baggage at airlines. I, I, I think a lot about stolen, like when things are stolen from someone, like what do people do if you go out to your car and someone broke into your car and stole all your stuff in there? What do you do today? You have to call every single police department. Where do you stop? You think the criminal just like is hanging out at the nearest police station, like still in the county? No, you probably fled 10 miles, 20 miles out. Like you would need to go write police reports to every police station or online forms. Like, gosh, I, I imagine a day where Boomerang could even help there. It's all just getting items back to people. And it, it seems so feasible to me. Like you get the right companies on board, you get the right investors on board, you build a brand that exists for the customers. Like we exist to get people back their items, hard stop. Like that's the only reason why we are a company. We will never, you know, not be that. Boomerang, the name, you throw it and things come back. That is where a single sharp knife, it's item recovery, it's getting things back. Well, we're excited to be working with you again. Um, you know, my partners and I here at 76 capital are, are thrilled about being an investor in your company, uh, looking forward to what happens, you know, in the future and all the exciting things that, that we're working on. You'll have to come back on the show and, and share some of these amazing new clients and customers and things that you've, that you've been, and amazing stories of getting things back for people. So Skylar, thank you so much for joining our 76 capital leadership show and best of luck. Thank you, Wayne. Have a good night.